0: Live from Estopan All-In. It's the Bamos Morados podcast.
1: Powered by the state of Louisville.
0: Welcome to the Bamos Morados podcast on the state of Louisville podcast network. I am one of your hosts, Zach. I'm here with my buddy, your other host, Bitten. Bitten, how are you doing this week?
1: I'm doing fantastic. I uh, just got back from Denver and I'm still a little bit on mountain time. So I'm a little more awake than usual. I'm a I'm a tired person. I like to go to I like to go to bed early and um feeling more awake than usual. Six it's, point I weekend, trip. baby. Yeah, I, I, that's probably part of it. Rejuvenate How long has it been it, since we had points.
0: a six point weekend? It oh, feels gosh. like it's been a
1: while. Oh, that seems like a fun fact I should know. I don't know. It does feel (laughs) like it's been a minute.
0: Well, I'll I'll give the caveat, a weekend with only two games. Because we've had some, or a week with only two games. We've had some weird three-game weeks, but
1: it's been. I I, I know what you mean. The same weekend or same day sort of situation, yeah. Yeah.
0: Six-point day, it's definitely
1: been a while. Yeah. Yeah, it has. Uh, Two good ones, too. It was fun. I'm really sad. I, I I missed the the racing match. I mean, I did. Yeah, you're get not allowed to come to any more racing highlights. matches. I think you and, you I, and Becky I've are banned, banned for the rest of the season. Oh, Becky missed it too. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's tough. That's and we tough. have all sorts of superstitions so. now. So you
0: and Becky missed it. Uh, I accidentally wore uh, Portland colors to the game, <laughs> so I guess <laughs> I'm dressed as an away fan for the rest of the season.
1: Hey man, if it works, it works. You gotta stick with that winning formula.
0: Oh, in my defense, okay. I I wore what I normally wear because I've got like a uh, I have got like a green flannel shirt that I think is is close enough to racing green that I wear it. But I also had like dark red pants on. So I was in like full Pacific Northwest gear.
1: So do you normally not like wear a kit to the games? Uh, not
0: usually i'll wear them sometimes not i'm not style. yeah it's not my style That's i fair. like to wear team colors but not necessarily like team clothes
1: okay all right as long as long as you're trying to get the, the color aspect you got to do something on brand with it
0: i mean i'm about to be wearing a sweet jacket to every game it's i no, no spoilers for me, but the, the jacket that i've been talking about is almost finished and
1: you're almost ready for that weather too
0: yeah, and we've just about got jacket weather again. Oh, my favorite. Oh, Bitten, I love the fall. It's not what I'm into this week, but oh, the fall. I can't wait.
1: I'm I'm actually looking forward to it, too. I've I've got my fill of the heat. The The leaves change color. It cools off. You get to wear a jacket.
0: Watch Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. It's the best season.
1: Enjoy Halloween. It's too bad. I don't get a lot of trick-or-treaters in my neighborhood, which was a tremendous oh, disappointment.
0: We are a trick-or-treater central. If you want... If you want to just come help me h- hand out handy, we got plenty of trick or treaters to spare over here.
1: I might. I'm sad. I'm trying to. I'm trying to promote it in my neighborhood. I've still been posting up outside. I've just.
0: It's weird it's that you don't have trick or treaters. You're in like a residential neighborhood. That's yeah. Yeah,
1: I thought this was to be like prime, a prime place for it to happen. All the houses man, are pretty close get, together. Yeah. I don't get much traffic. It's weird. Yeah. Whatever.
0: All right, Ben. Yep. uh, <laughs> What what have you been into this week before we get into these delicious games?
1: Well, as I already kind of alluded, I, I spent a long weekend out in Denver slash Colorado Springs. So I'm into the Colorado lifestyle. I, I had this like stereotype <laughs> in my head of, of what it was like out there and like the people and just like kind of like the whole vibe. And it pretty much is exactly that. And I mean that in a positive way, like the weather is pretty fantastic. It was like it was mostly in the 90s, but that has a very different meaning out there. And I've, I've heard that said before, but it's different when you feel it. Like it feels like way different. The humidity is just so crappy out here. Um, But no, I mean, fantastic weather. This, you know, the city of Denver is super cool itself. Um, You know, they got a, they got a good bit of uh, public transportation, a lot of neat bars and stuff to check out. Went to a a Colorado Rockies game. That was a lot of fun. Um, And it is, it has a different vibe to it. Like, if you think of a place like new york or chicago where like real estate's kind of like at a prime and they have to like feel like they sh- squish everything together and just kind of build on top of one another it doesn't yeah, have cities. that same like yeah it doesn't have, have that same like congestion feel but still feels like a big city I, it's it's hard to describe without like being there it feels like they know they have more space to work with and don't you're living that to, colorado
0: like... life now
1: yeah I, get, I dig it i dig you gotta it you got be and wearing a your hoodie cool. Yeah, I need I need to go out and get one. Uh, yeah, super cool. Went to Gardens of the Gods, Seven Falls, um, Colorado Springs, obviously. Which did you is, uh, Did you make it neat.
0: to to, to Amadeus Family Restaurant?
1: I did not. No, the, oh, then that, the day I plan on doing that. We we ended. It was after the Rockies game, and we were bar, um hopping around a bunch of different breweries, and I we were just doing a ton of snacking, so we didn't end up having like a proper dinner. So, <laughs> didn't get to make it, ah. unfortunately.
0: We went to the botanical gardens while we were there. They were really cool.
1: We almost went there, but we went to. Um, th- this is like right before we left. We had this like awkward amount of time left, and we ended up going and checking out the Red Rock concert venue, mm. which just, just Red is just. I really mean, cool. I, I bet yeah, it's the, like way. Cooler.
0: I went there for a wedding last time I was there, and that was where the wedding oh, was. Was Red Rock? Pretty awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I bet it'd be a lot behind cool. the There's gift like shop. They've got like a little wedding
0: on. venue area.
1: Oh yeah, I saw that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of neat. Neat seeing it, like. During the day, and just like going to check it out. But I bet it'd be a, a way different experience, like for a concert or some sort of event oh, yes. of that nature. I was so. very
0: disappointed because I found out after we got there that Father John Misty, who I really like, was playing the night we left. And and had I known that ahead of time, I would have like tacked an extra day onto the vacation and gone to that. Oh, but that's it was too late once we were there.
1: Yeah. But uh, I mean, all in all, it was uh, it was a really cool trip. I'm, I mean, I've been really wanting to go out um, that way, and I'm glad I was able to do so. And a little soccer match while I was out there. So, hey, hey, full circle, cool, cool. cool venue. But we'll we'll get into that in a little bit, Zach. Before we talk about soccer, what are you into?
0: So I am into this tiny little yellow handheld gaming system that uh, I I bought it a year ago, and it it took a full year for my pre order. to to process and get to me
1: but it arrived that part earlier
0: yeah Uh, and it is a blast it's called a playdate it's by uh, it's made by panic who are the game company that did uh, firewatch and untitled goose game Uh, uh, and it's really cool it's like all about indie games basically the the, uh, one neat thing about it is it comes with like a season one pass for the system so you get Like two games a week for twelve weeks, just included. They they every Monday you turn it on and there's two new games there, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, And they they got like uh, the the guy that did Katamari Damashi did one of them. Uh, Bennett Foddy from Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy did one. So it's a bunch of like really cool indie developers. So I have been having a blast. I want to. I think I might try to like make a game for it because it. It also comes with, like, a full dev kit, so you can use it to for programming and things. Yeah, it's really it's really interesting. It's also, it's got a crank on the side. That's, like, the most notable feature, and I didn't mention that, but you can play I was with gonna, the little I crank. was
1: going to bring that up. It looks just uh, like a Game Boy has the two buttons, a little directional thing, but they had a yeah. crank thing on it's the side. A little Game Boy like with the like really crank. Part.
0: Uh, a lot of the games use it in interesting ways. Like, I think the obvious thing is, like, a fishing reel, but there's, there's not a ton of that. A lot of them use it as, like, a almost like an analog stick input and it's, it's really precise. It feels nice. Uh, the whole thing feels nice. It was actually the, um, the like gaming side of it was done by panic, but the actual physical device was designed by, um, teenage engineering who does a bunch of really cool, very expensive musical instruments that I want. Uh, so that like the thing is like really well built and feels nice.
1: But, but yeah, you always like a nice quality device like that. A it's good very, it's it. very high
0: quality. It's got a really it adds cool a lot the to it. the screen is almost like a like a digital ink like Kindle type thing. But mm-hmm. it's the it's it's got no backlight, it's reflective, but it's super duper reflective. Like you could play it just with in the dark with like a candle behind you and it would probably still be pretty bright. It don't, like when you take it out in the, the sun, it glows almost. So the, the screen is one of the more interesting parts of it too. But mm. yeah. The play date by panic. It's really cool.
1: Very cool. Let's know how the new games are when, when it continues to update.
0: Yep. I'm looking forward to because uh since it, I'm getting it a year late, like everyone else got that had it a year ago got to get the games at the same time as everybody else when they came out. But uh <laughs> I already I can look up what all the games are, but I'm I'm trying to to get the full experience and not look into it too much and just enjoy yeah. them as they arrive.
1: The surprise is part of the fun. Yeah. All right, Ben. Yeah, we got to talk about this uh, racing match. I only saw the highlights, so I need you to you fill in some oh, of the gaps yeah. for me. We
0: uh, we very, <laughs> we keep doing this without actually coordinating it ahead ahead of time, but we managed to. Each of us were at one of the games, even even though the start times conflicted. Uh so yeah, I was at the, I was at the racing game. And boy, I felt all of the emotions in this one, Benton. I we got we got the full spectrum. I I was depressed. I I got I felt the white hot rage, the disappointment, the triumph. Uh it <laughs> it was a weird one. So uh, they won two to one against Portland, best team in the league, perennial perennial best team in the league. the The start of the game, it. Felt like all racing. They came out of the gate hot. It, uh, I think they hit the post twice in the first three minutes. On, uh, It's just they were all attack. Uh, looked, like, <laughs> looked like they were going to get one really soon. And then like super duper against the run of play. Uh, just one bad pass to the keeper by Holloway where she didn't step through it didn't get enough on it it was like a slow dribbling back pass uh and um uh Morgan Weaver like ran on ran onto it Katie Lund actually got to the ball first it had a chance to clear it but cleared it right into Weaver's legs and it dropped right to her foot like kind of an unlucky bounce there and then she just uh, Lund was past her because she ran out to clear it, so it was easy just slot away in the goal. Um, and that, at least in the in the stands, like completely took the wind out of the sta- sails. That the the whole place <laughs> got quiet after that. Like I, I'm sure everybody was like me, like especially to dominate those first couple minutes like they did, and then had, give up a goal against the run of the way, like play like that where you you just Basically handed a goal to the best team in the league. Um, it did not feel good. I was not happy about that.
1: I, oh, you were not happy. Yeah, you you messaged me and I forget exactly what you said, but I got the sense something horrific happened. And I saw the replay of that, and what oh, a horrible back pass! Oh, so terrible. I would be, I would be absolutely fuming. And for that to happen so early against the best oh, team, man. like and and deflating. with the, with the
0: first couple minutes that they have.
1: They had. Yeah. I mean,
0: to me, they should have. They they could have scored two goals at that point. I will say to Rebecca Holloway's credit and to the team's credit, the stands deflated, but the players never did. They 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 got right back to to work and were playing like they played before that. They didn't like get down about it. They didn't like get to it. Uh, Holloway actually went on to have maybe the best game she's had as a racing player. Uh, she was. I, you know, Pickett was out, so she was P- Pickett's replacement, and the team was like running. It, they didn't really change the style they played. They they sort of ran the offense on her side of the field and and called on her to really make a lot of passes and direct the attack. And like she she was up to the job. She she had a lot of really good passes getting forward. She had the assist on Timby's goal. I I, I think a really good recovery from like a bad situation there. Uh, but yeah, team goes on, put away. They scored two goals and uh, got their first three points against Portland in the history of the team.
1: I mean, i'll I'll be completely honest. I wrote off this game like I just I felt like this is a we weren't going to get anything at all from that. So I had a weirdly a... good feeling going Did into you?
0: it. I think you probably saw my post like I about a half hour before the game posted. I was I felt like this was kind of like a playing with house money game because I was like if they lose this it's not really that big of a hit for their chances of making the playoffs this is kind of the game you could write off as a loss mm-hmm. and because of that uh i felt like boy if they win this that's huge like that's that's that that changes that completely changes their path to the playoffs if they are able to get points out of this one so yeah absolutely.
1: i felt yeah I, mean... I felt
0: weirdly good about it going in
1: yeah, it was a big one. I, I do have a question for you, just and this is just based off of watching the, the highlights that I did. It seems like Paige Monahan didn't have like a, a fantastic game. She had some opportunities that she was not able to capitalize on. Is that is that a fair observation? Yeah, I
0: will say it was not. Um, it's not as
1: good of a game as she had. She's had. Uh, yeah, it was not a stellar bad game. It just seemed like this wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't her night. That uh, happens.
0: I mentioned that they were they were playing through the like that left side of the field, the hallway side. And I think that they, they switched up top, up top a lot, but that was usually Timby's side of the field. And so I think unlike in previous games, maybe a lot of the, a lot of the attack was coming from the opposite, opposite side of the field from where she was. Um, but I, yeah, I don't think she had a terrible game, but she did maybe disappear a little more than, than we've seen last couple of weeks. weeks, yeah. which I think, Players like Timmy coming coming back into the roster, I think that's sort of to be expected. There's there's right. more people to share that attacking load at this point.
1: Another thing I saw that was really cool is all the uh, all the players that weren't in the match watching up from above, and the camera kept cutting to them cheering and stuff like that. I really like that. Well, that was really cool. <laughs> uh,
0: I was like, I I sort of felt good the week leading up to it, and then when they announced the roster for the game, I was I I suddenly felt very not good all of a sudden because we didn't even bring it up, but. They not only did they get the win against Portland, but they did it without uh Carson Pickett, without Savannah DeMello, who was out on yellow card accumulation. So thankfully she'll be back uh next game. Uh but Pickett was out. Uh uh Jalen Howell was out. Uh oh, um uh, DeMello. Tuesday. Jordan Jordan Baggett was also out. Yep. That's uh, a lot of lot of I think those were all injuries. Uh, everyone other than Demello was was out with a knock.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I <laughs> based on how they celebrated after the game, it did not look like anyone had super bad of an injury.
1: <laughs> Enough to keep you from playing professional up sports. Pretty,
0: yeah, pretty hard. So I, none no, of no, nobody looked like they're expected to be out super long. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah.
1: Well, that was an awesome. One. I was again. I was really sad. I missed it when I was, um, you know, when I was heading over to the Louisville City match. I checked in and I had saw at that point it was one nil, and I knew the context that we, you know, we gave up a horrific goal. I hadn't seen it at that point. I obviously didn't know about mm-hmm. all the missed opportunities that would have made me feel that much worse. But I mean, they turned things around, and um, and I really liked your observation that you know, despite the goal they conceded and how that happened that they didn't seem to let that affect them. And obviously they went out and got a result. Like that's got to be not like good, big for the standings, but big like mentally as well. You've, you've beat such a talented team missing so many different players. And after going down early like that, yeah, a lot of adversity there.
0: Well, and I, I'll mention, so we've complained about the system in the past, especially last year on here. But one thing that was very nice to see is missing the players that they were missing tactically they didn't really change anything about how they played they just like slotted different players into those spots and and it went really well like they they didn't it seemed like they didn't really miss a step even even with all those players players out because they sort of played the same way they have been playing
1: Um, it's probably from your team
0: yeah and it, it probably helps that uh, we we've gone we went through an entire World Cup break playing without like big chunks of the roster and so I think like lots of players have like big game minutes now so you're not really even though you're maybe taking out a couple starters you're putting in people who've got plenty of minutes this season so no no one's really super green I, I thing I think was really good about the way the league scheduled the the season uh, this year with. Putting the challenge cup games during the bulk of the world cup break. I think that that helped lessen the blow that typically comes from missing the month for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, although I, I guess RIP challenge cup that I guess they, we, <laughs> they won't, they won't be able to do that again because it's not coming back next year.
1: <laughs> yeah. I saw that. That's
0: although I wonder, specific. even if it's not back next year, I wonder if it's something you just bring back in world cup years. Cause it, yeah, it's Something like like that. It's a really good way to fill that World Cup time without playing a bunch of regular season games, missing most of the star players in the league. I have my fingers crossed, even if it's not back for the next three years. If, if maybe we bring it back again, for the next World Cup cycle.
1: Yeah, they got they got some time to sort through that. But um, yeah. What, one other thing I want to bring up about that match is I was looking at the expected goal score um, on that, and it looks like we kind of won out in the the yeah, xg battle again it was know. not I mean, a fluke yeah that's that's kind of what I was looking at i'm like did we just kind of like squeak by or were we like legitimately competitive now i know single game xg results like you take with the grain of salt but i think it kind of gives you some direction behind it yeah we were 1.84 to their 1.02 so yeah it pretty much kind of lines up with the with the score
0: i want to mention something i thought that the team did that i thought was kind of nice but i don't want to I don't want to, I don't want to like
1: I already know uh, where you're going.
0: bring up this course because the discourse was so dumb. I did think it was cool. So I will mention it. There was no light show after the goals. And I thought that it was like a very nice gesture by the team because like Bella Bixby is the player who mentioned like having having neurological issues from the light show. It was in Houston. So I, I think <laughs> Portland has always beat, uh, Louisville handily enough that she's never even been in a position to see the lights in Louisville but uh Mm -hmm. until this game but anyway I thought I thought that was that was like a nice gesture they they make a big deal about it but I just I noticed that the light didn't go off after the after the goal I thought that was
1: nice yeah I guess it wasn't uh, worth the drama of it so
0: well they mentioned that they had a meeting with her like when all of this was going down so anyway I thought that was cool
1: um I guess kind of big picture for racing they're uh they're in a pretty good spot as far as earning the, the playoff berth goes, right? Uh, they are sitting good.
0: Like we mentioned, that was a game you could have sort of chalked up to a loss, and, and, and they still had a path. So getting three points out of there way opens that path up. Because uh, had they lost this one or even really gotten a draw, it would have been very tight these last four games. They would have basically needed to win three of the last four. But with that, they are. Let's see. Let's look at the, the table so I get these numbers yeah. right. As right? of when the game ended, they were in sixth. But there were games on Sunday, so now they're in seventh. They're in seventh place with twenty-four points. Washington's in sixth place with twenty-six. So only they're only two points out of sixth place right now. And Washington has been on a slide. They I think they've only gotten one or two points out of their last five games. It like it's been I mean, two points coming off
1: a loss and two draws.
0: Yes. Well, but the... uh, Sorry, their last last five league games
1: because those... The
0: the two wins they had were in the challenge cup, but in their last five league games, I think they have like two or three points. Uh, So uh, sitting good there. They're only three points behind Gotham, who's in fifth place right now. Um, And I believe the tiebreaker is uh, goal differential and they're ahead of Gotham and goal differential right now. So if it comes down to being tied with Gotham, as of right now, they have the tiebreaker there. Um yeah, I so I did the I, I did the thing again where I looked at if every team for these next four games got the same amount of points they got in the previous four games, Louisville would be like in like fifth place at the end of the season.
1: And of their four remaining matches, the three of them are uh, three of the four are teams that are below them in the standings. Yes. Which I think is really nice. Houston, Chicago, and Orlando. In the last matches against the against the wave, who is the, o- the one team? Orlando's
0: it. been playing pretty good lately, but Houston and Chicago are very winnable games. And basically, I nothing really changed. I after this week, I still think the cutoff line for the playoffs is thirty points. Um. So basically, they win that Houston and that Chicago game that that should get them in in playoff position. Um. And especially if they're able to get points out of like Orlando, uh or San Diego, then that that really would seal it. Hmm. Uh they need to win two of their next four, I think, and they've won two of their last four. So it's super doable.
1: Yeah, things are things are suddenly looking really good. Again, I had kind of rode off this match, but uh changes things up pretty dramatically, securing three points against the Thorns there. So. Um, and well, and that's that's the hardest game they had left of the five. So,
0: I, the San Diego game is also going to be pretty tough, but uh, like I, they should be able to to get six points out of Orlando, Chicago, and Houston. Uh, that, that's a super achievable goal. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, in between there, we still have our uh, our Challenge Cup game, which is going to be coming up on this Wednesday. Which by the time that this probably airs, already, happened, might've, yeah. might've already happened, yeah, might have already happened. So that's going to be at Ol Reign on wednesday so that's tomorrow because we are recording here on tuesday and uh i do
0: like the way it's scheduled because basically uh they have short rests before the challenge cup game um but then they've got the weekend off this weekend so they don't have a quick turnaround before the next league game they'll they'll get like a full full week plus of rest and then I think it's the same thing with – if they make it to the Challenge Cup final, I think it's the same thing there. They're, I think I think they get extra rest because they, they have two week and a half
1: – Yeah, they got yeah, They, it looks they like have two, they two weekend
0: breaks right now.
1: Yeah, they get the 15th, and they're, they'll be off that fall weekend and the 30th. Yeah,
0: and I think the Challenge Cup final happens that weekend they're off. So okay. it, it, even though they've got potentially two Challenge Cup games, it's not a super congested schedule. That is nice.
1: i was i wasn't tracking on that so i'm glad you brought that up i wasn't looking yeah. at the specific dates no. there
0: because i think the question would come up right now like oh are we gonna let that challenge cup get in the way of the league thing the way it's scheduled right now it's not really gonna be a huge huge impediment makes, even if they make it to that final
1: yeah that makes me feel a lot better about like uh, like personnel selection related to that I've, I've been pretty vocal about not letting the uh the Challenge Cup interfere with our playoff push. And this certainly well, like, helps it.
0: If I had to pick, I'd rather have the short rest before the Challenge Cup game rather than the short rest after the Challenge Cup game. So yes. I think yes, this falls exactly. like where I would want it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's perfect.
0: Cool. Now, ideally, you just play this Challenge Cup game this weekend and then you get the full rest both times. But anyway, man, after what they just did to Portland, I like their chances against the rain. I think... Especially DeMello will be back. I think that's going to be a good. Well, I, I'm gonna. I, I have the opportunity to sound very stupid because this game has already happened by the time people listen to this. But I like their chances.
1: I mean, they're they're going in with a lot of positive momentum, right? Like again, that that Portland Thorns game mentally has to be huge for them. So yeah, not and just to win, but to control the, right.
0: the game like they did and be on the front foot.
1: Yep. Um. Yep. Exactly. So.
0: Also, the Raiders have not played great recently. So Uh,
1: yeah. Let's hope hope their bad form continues. (laughs) We'll see. So
0: well, and I mentioned they also have 27 points right now. The the standings are so tight right now that like it's conceivable racing could host a playoff game at this point. Like everybody is so close right now that no one has really locked up any of those top spots. Uh, Basically, first through ninth in the league c- could be hosting a, a playoff game depending on how things shake out it's it is all up in the air these last four games
1: i'm not i'm not gonna count my chickens before they hatch i'll, I'll settle for just a yeah a play i just first. mean
0: like it is no no one has pulled away at the top of the
1: of the standing right, yes. so it's all, it's all very the, close i get the, the
0: positions everyone's in right now are probably not going to be similar to what, <laughs> what they're in when the season yeah. finishes
1: yep we're okay. good all right well tell you what we will go ahead we'll go to commercial break and when we come back we'll talk about Louisville city and their big win on the road and i'll talk a little bit about the way day too how about that so. oh
0: yeah i want to hear i want to hear about i want to hear about the stadium i want to hear about yeah we'll,
1: it we'll get they, to we'll, it yeah we'll get into it all right we'll be right back
0: Welcome back to Palmas Rados. I'm still Zach. And I'm Benton. And uh, thank you for listening to Ads for those lovely products and services. Don't forget you can check us out on YouTube now. The Stay Louisville YouTube account.
1: All all of the Stay Louisville shows are on there now. So check that out. Another way to, to consume listening, you know, throw us up on another tab while you're browsing the internet or doing it, whatever you do. But You can <laughs> You can tell how comfortable I am with self promotion. <laughs> i don't oh, think we I ever think.
0: mention it you run a blog that this that this that this show is named after and we never plug it
1: look i i feel like if you're you're listening to this you probably are aware at that point but yeah if you're <laughs> not for whatever reason dot do a lot of writing there check it out i don't do very well self-promotion either <laughs> <laughs> all right that needs to be our area of growth all right let's talk about colorado springs all right, in fill the big me in what was
0: the game day experience like?
1: So, it was pretty cool. We had a hotel um that was like a, a block or two away from the stadium. The stadium's kind of like right near their like their downtown district. It's not like a huge city. Yeah. It's, it's also not like, it's a like, a, big like a vacation burger. city. Kind of, yeah. Um so we went Nate at I think They this, have a conference
0: uh, center there. I think a lot of businesses do conferences there. I feel like
1: Anyway. Probably because they have like the US like training center or something, like the Olympic yeah. training center or something's there. Um, because that's a pretty like fancy looking building. Anyway, um, so before the match, we went to this like um like market sort of concept, like at a bunch of different like like a Logan Street market type of situation.
0: Oh, funny thing, Lori had a professional like association meeting in Lexington, and uh it was in Lexington's version of Logan Street Market. And I, yeah, I was no, just one. making the comment to my dad that I feel like every city in the United States has, has one of these and they, they were all built in the last five years. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've been, I've been <laughs> to multiple, like, in, like Atlanta and, and a few other cities. I Little had Rock,
0: when We were in Little Rock. There's like the same deal, like an old warehouse that they have a bunch of pop-up restaurant spots and a, a place to eat and some art things.
1: Yeah, this was just like a block away from us, like on like a only a block or two away from the stadium. So it's all in close like proximity. Super cool. I mean, a lot of cool different options. Um, I accidentally ordered like a ton of food. <laughs> got this thing called like the triple threat. It came with like a big fillet of uh fish, um, got some shrimp and also came with some wings and it was a lot of all of those things. So I was well fed before the match. Um, but yeah, really cool vibe and stuff like that. We were there kind of early-ish. But right. by the time we were leaving, it was starting to fill in. So you're starting to see a lot of switchback gear in there, which is pretty cool. So you get to see like a lot of local fans are getting out beforehand. Um checked it It'd be out. Cool. We entered It'd
0: be cool if we ever built the restaurants across the street from our stadium that people could fill in before the games.
1: The developments and stuff take time. I'm not I'm not in a <laughs> rush. Eventually it will it will get to a spot where these like these areas are 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 popping off. Um it, it reminds me like up in Cincinnati, like right, but
0: I I will say uh, it's not a bar, but uh, like Fubaloo, which is walking distance to the stadium, usually does, like, fill up with, with uh, I mean, I, I eat there and I walk to the games most weeks. What is weeks. it called? Fubaloo. The, Fubaloo? Yeah, the faux restaurant on on Main uh, Main Street.
1: Oh, by the donut um, yeah. shop?
0: By what used to be the donut shop. Anyway, oh, right. moved in there. there's always little City gear and racing gear in there when you go okay. for a game. So we gotcha. did that a little bit, but it would it would be nice to have the things across from the stadium right there.
1: So I think I'm a little patient on this because I think back to growing up, like, so there's, you know, Paul Brown Stadium, or I guess it's Paycor Stadium now, and Great American Ballpark. And there used to be nothing there. Like, it was just the stadiums. And it took them, like, a long time. But eventually, you now had this, like, really cool, like, entertainment district between the two stadiums. But, like, it took a long time for that to happen. So if it takes a little bit of time for something like extra cool to pop up in that area, I'll be patient. I don't want to like rush it, like let art happen. Anyway.
0: It's Cincinnati, so there's nothing there within several miles of the stadium.
1: Well, there is now, but there there used to be in nothing. A lot of C- cool stuff. Cincinnati is
0: nothing city is what I'm saying, but.
1: It's actually pretty cool. You got you to gotta check out <laughs> Over the Rhine. I'm going to defend my city. Anyway, um, so yeah, we go to Widener Field, which I, I thought was funny um we enter like you, you that you know that like sculpture you like, know Marvel, like, Adam thing? that
0: you know that the staff had that winder tweet queued up ready ready to oh, go just just praying for elijah to score a goal
1: a million percent absolutely <laughs> definitely happened
0: um that was scheduled that was that was ready to hit send
1: we entered at like the like that like molecule, like atom sort of sculpture thing that they have going on, you know, the like cool. reflective like that Yeah, which yeah. is super cool. So I did that intentionally. We took one of those pictures, like like you would at the bean in Chicago, like where you're like reflecting on it. But like just because of like I guess the angling of it, my wife's face is super distorted and she won't let me post <laughs> it, but it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> um so, yeah, we uh, we get there. We take a um uh, a lap around. Well, first off, I mean, the views of that stadium are as cool as they look on TV, like seeing all the mountains. Or I, I'd say it's actually it's way cooler in person, just like so like scenic and perfect. Took a lap around like it's what I appreciate about it. It's like the perfect size for them. Like they, they I guess, had an idea of the kind of crowds that they would draw. And it totally meets those needs. So they're not some like giant, like empty venue or anything. And it's not also to the point where like people can't get in if they want to go. So I appreciate they They found that like nice sweet spot. It's
0: really good to have an appropriately sized stadium.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm optimistic that um, little city racing will, will will grow into the size of our stadium. But uh, I mean, there's just pretty like spot on, like as far as what they're expecting. Um, Yeah, I mean, went around just like really like nice and new, like just right. Nice, polished stadium. Um, And we were on the second row, actually, is where our seats were like twenty five dollars per ticket. So it wasn't really that bad at all for for pretty solid seats we had. We only stayed there for about half the game because we ended up relocating and kind of standing over by where all the away fans were. because I went to meet up and talk with some people there. Um, A lot of Del Piccolo's there. He has like nine hundred (laughs) relatives. I think but they yeah, were half the stadium occupancy. One. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I met his grandpa, grandpa Del Piccolo. <laughs> and I knew he, he mentioned having two new nephews that he was going to get to meet. And he got to meet them after the game. He like, climbed in the stands. It was really cool. But these babies were like brand new. They were like days old, very, oh, very tiny. Getting them
0: started early. I love it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it was awesome. It was cool seeing them there and both of our former goalkeepers were there. And, um, and uh Hubbard and Siegfried were both a uh, stand-up in that section. Two of our
0: former goalkeepers. We've 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 well, had that's... we've had other former goalkeepers.
1: I misspoke. Sorry. <laughs> uh Hubbard was I actually gotta be the Hubbard,
0: nerd. I'm sorry.
1: Hubbard and his little crew were actually sporting like his jerseys. Yeah. Which were really threw off pictures. my wife. She's like, why is he wearing blue? I'm like, that well, he was a goalkeeper. That's just what their their kids are like. Um <laughs> But yeah, it was. Um, I mean, it was, it was a cool experience. We had a good little like away contingent, which which made it a lot of fun. And all in all, I, I, I would I'd recommend it. I didn't really get to like um, to like hang out or, or associate with anybody from um, from like the Switchbacks contingent. But uh, so I, I you know I can't speak to their supporters group or their fans or anything. I'm I'm sure they're fine people. I just didn't get that opportunity to do so or do any like proper like tailgating with them since we did more of like the kind of the restaurant sort of situation. But uh I mean, it was a great time. I mean, really cool spot. A lot of things happening around it. We went out to a, a bar afterwards. It's like super like Instagrammable, like they had swings and neon lights and stuff like that and Sir fancy cocktails. So That was a lot of fun. I mean, again, all this stuff's like in very close proximity. Um, But yeah, I would, one of the uh, one of the cooler way days that you can do as far as like venues and, and cities goes got a nice mix of everything a little bit to do and not to mention I mean just being in Colorado which is pretty awesome in itself especially if you've you know, never he- been so yeah that was my uh, that was my little soapbox uh, soapbox on the actual away day itself very cool but um, as far as the game I mean pretty I exciting say, so game
0: I I was at the racing game so I missed like the first half of this basically getting home to watch it so like mm-hmm. how how did that game start off like what that first half look like
1: um i mean it was pretty tough like i walked into this match like it was a toss-up in my mind like i didn't like write it off like like a loss or anything like that but i just truly didn't know what to expect so just in terms of like trying to predict what was going to happen for a little city i just discounted this win for my my math equation just because I, I didn't know, I, I kind of respected what, what Colorado Springs has put together. And they certainly, I mean, they certainly tested us. Like it was, it was a hard fought match. And, um, I think in the first half they were, they might've had our backs up against the wall at certain points, but, um, but I mean, the, the team did well. I mean, uh, uh, um, we made a few great saves pretty early on, but they were, I mean, they were probably the more dominant team in that first half, despite us go, um going up early. Um, the second half is kind of when when I feel like we kind of got things a little bit more under control. Um, it, and it was it was pretty great to see the team like actually scoring and whatnot from set pieces. I'm really happy that that Carlos had his moment. What actually sticks out the most to me with Carlos in that game is him squaring up with Jay Chapman. This was pretty early on too. It's when he got his yellow card. Jay <laughs> Chapman's like a good head taller than him, but Carlos is ready to like throw down. That was, yeah, that you're was pretty a little cool
0: guy. He got, he got worked those elbows.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. So he, he was showing some fights there. But yeah, he gave, he, he was the one that hit that corner kick to give Jorge that, that first goal. I thought it was Sean too. So I'm standing up doing the tucked in, locked in thing like an idiot. I didn't realize for like 20 minutes it wasn't him.
0: <laughs> ah.
1: <laughs> so I messed up on that one. Then Elijah scored later. And I feel, I felt really smart because I was trying to fill in um, my wife and our friends that we went with people to keep an eye on and whatnot and that was one of the early things i said i'm like keep an eye on elijah he's excellent like rising star right there now when he boom, checked boom, in did you scored. tell
0: him to keep an eye on the giant man on the field uh,
1: i did i didn't get time to do that because he scored like right away
0: <laughs> oh man Which is Finally, excellent. A, like, a, i feel like a breakout moment for,
1: it was for, for, for powell's who was.
0: yeah I, I just like not look bad but it's also like not had that that big spark happen yet and yes what a freaking goal from him
1: yes it was it was great and i wrote about this on vomus A hey self-promotion hey. um but my take i mean a lot of people have been critical on pals and i get it but my perspective but of it well. is yeah my perspective is he was he got he came into the team mid-season, which is hard to do, and I feel like there's always an acclimation period. And we were at a point where we felt like we needed goals. We felt like we couldn't score, so we bring in somebody who scores goals, like an attacker, and you bring in a giant get...
0: man, and everyone expects him to to score a million goals.
1: Yeah, and and because we didn't get that immediate return on investment, I feel like a lot of people were, were dunking on him. Which again, I, I I mean, I'm not saying he's perfect by any means, but I have, I guess, I had this level of empathy where like it's like there's a buildup until you're like fully acclimate with a team and kind of firing on all cylinders. And I don't think we, we we've seen that until late. Like I think he's had some pretty decent chunks as of late and then cap it off with this, the goal in this match, which I the, think he really needs. First That's gonna be touch great on that boost.
0: goal is what made the whole thing. Just yeah. an absolute perfect first touch there.
1: Uh, yeah, and outside because-
0: of his foot, he gets the defender on the wrong foot
1: because of the, the penalty we can see that like immediately after that like we needed going up being real yeah. huge yeah that ended <laughs> up being really big um
0: i i said when it, we scored it was like well we have an insurance goal now and like the insurance got claimed immediately
1: <laughs> yeah so with i mean there's i mean like there were some like oddities about this match like it was like it was a tough match like we like scoring three goals on on an opponent makes makes you feel really good and all but like they like
0: they gave Colorado up twenty two shots.
1: Thing. That's a lot of shots. I was just say it could have easily gone the other way. Their their expected goals for Colorado Springs was four point one five. That's huge. Woo! That's the second most of the season, next to our loss at Sacramento, which we lost like what was that five nil? Yeah. And it was the second most I think difference between um between like their goals and their expected goals against. I think that the only other one that was like is deeply like negative for the opposition was um was our, uh, one of our earlier matches against Tulsa. So that match could have very easily gone the other way, but the team did what they needed to do to secure the win. I mean, they, they, they grinded it out. I mean, it's, it's, think of how tough this was because, you know, um, was Sharpie was out of the Knicks, the um, you know, excuse absence. So now you you yeah, know, we're you back to the four through to, three. Yeah. You have, you pretty much have to play that. You don't have Amadou yeah, Diaz. though kinda... so the,
0: unlike racing who we mentioned missed a lot of players, but were able, was able to keep the tactically the same yeah. formation, like literally there were, there were no other center packs to, to play the, the three back. So
1: well, my thought on is mostly is that like the team kind of knew pretty much like exactly what they were going to do. Right. Like they didn't have these different players at disposal where, Oh, they could do X, Y, and Z. Like, I mean, based on past history, you could have predicted like the shape and in this look of, of this team for the most part particularly like in the back you know it's just you know oscar manny are really your only options out there so it was it was going to be really tough you're playing at elevation too which uh I, I felt a little bit i didn't mention that earlier i felt it a little bit it was weird it was like you don't no, get as much ROI hike? we did a little bit they were pretty like they're pretty soft
0: Okay. Like it, we hikes. went on they like were... a a decent hike and you really feel it once you start to exert yourself
1: yeah, you don't get, like, the same ROI on your breath. Like, I, I felt like there was a small, like, adaptation period, but it wasn't anything crazy. I don't. I didn't know what to expect. I was just kind of curious to feel that out. But anyway, I bet it was way different running around on a soccer pitch. And, I mean, several of the players commented on it. I think Jorge said something about having a headache after the match, and Carlos commented on being a being a tough factor. But uh, all in all, I mean, it was just – it was a gutsy performance, right? Like, they um, – against a really good opponent who – put our backs up against the wall and, and they, and they, and they kept it together. I mean, again, conceding that penalty at the end was a little uh, disappointing, but to be but, honest, that, like that's why it's good to probably, have the insurance goal. <laughs> yeah. Color springs probably had, I mean, just based off of how things panned out probably had earned another goal in that mix, but we, we did enough to, to get the result. Um, but yeah, I mean, what were I mean? Did, I, I'm assuming you, you probably have seen the highlights and some of the different facts of it. What was the, kind of your, some of your thoughts on that game?
0: Yeah, that's my takeaway. I, I felt like I saw mostly the second half. It felt like they played good. I think they were letting get Colorado get a little more than I'm comfortable with on on the hmm. Colorado's attacking end. But I thought uh, the flip side of that, like they were getting good chances too i i think it was it was a good showing especially on an away game
1: i remembered one of the other call outs to to my wife and the and the, and the friends that we were with is i saw tejada i'm like i hate this dude he's gonna be a thorn in our side <laughs> i mean and i think it, the good news
0: is though that means he's not on tampa for the two games to play tampa.
1: yeah right so yeah he uh <laughs> yeah he, he did well like right after i said that i'm like god damn it and I think uh, he drew that penalty right I don't remember.
0: I, I let me yeah. uh, let me double check the. Uh... I feel like he
1: got. I feel like he got like the first assist, which uh... is which is like it was. So it was like right before that is when I was saying that I saw him run down.
0: Huh. The, the the tick doesn't say who got fouled, but I, I seem to remember it was Tejada that got fouled. Yeah, sir. My so, memory could be wrong there, but.
1: But yeah, I mean they they had some close chances that they either missed or or Zemla stopped. So we, I mean it was a close match. You could tell like Colorado Springs, like they're definitely a playoff caliber team. And so to get a, a gutsy road win like that, again, I just inspired a lot of confidence, especially for a match where I just, I didn't know what to expect. I had no idea. Really didn't have a good prediction for that one. So three points, I will absolutely take it. And that puts us ultimately in a pretty good spot. As far as the table's concerned, because right now Louisville city's biggest desire is to get, a home playoff match so fourth place or greater and we are currently in they fourth. are
0: sitting in home playoff position right now
1: yes so their win and memphis drop points they got a draw against i forget who they play got but... a
0: little bit of breathing room from memphis because of that
1: yeah so it's really going to come down to what happens with these uh these rowdy matches if we can se- secure wins against the Rowdies, and if they drop any other points along the way, I mean, we'll be within striking distance of them, so we could potentially climb higher. But, I mean, the biggest goal right now is to keep that fourth or above standing, and and being in the Rowdies are going to be a big part of that equation. So next week's match against the Rowdies is going to be gigantic, and I think I said this weeks ago, we could see this coming down the horizon, how huge it was going to be.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, they're sitting... Decent in the table. Like uh, and they they have that fourth spot. Um Indy's the closest to them, but they have a game in hand on Indy. So Indy's got 41, but they've played one more game. They finish strong. They should be able to hold on to that fourth spot for sure. And Charleston is reachable. I think they they're at four points, but Louisville has a game in hand on them. So they need like a three-point swing. There, so I think moving up is going to be tough but doable. They should be able to hold on to that four spot yeah. as long and as they so, play well.
1: Yeah, look at the remaining schedule. Obviously, the two Tampa Bay matches that we have those are going to be very big and very difficult. San Diego loyal match that should be difficult as well. That will be following after Tampa Bay rallies, but the rest of it seems very manageable. Miami, Loud, New Mexico, Hartford. I mean, three of those yeah. four are away, but. These are uh, oppositions where I feel like we have more talent with we're, we're a better team. It's more comes down to, can they execute They're right now? I think mentally in a really good spot. And if they can keep that going, I mean, there's a probably going to be dubs, at least in my mind. Yeah. So I put some the in, thing in, about in the rowdies really though,
0: position. is because Tampa Bay has a game in hand, even if they win both those Tampa Bay games, Tampa still has a game in hand and one point. On them, so they need Tampa to lose other games that if they're going to reach Tampa. That even even getting six points off Tampa does not get them you, above Tampa in the standings. You want
1: to hear some of the opponents that Tampa is going to be playing coming up soon? So they play as of this recording. They play Memphis tomorrow, which is not a bad team. San Antonio on September sixteenth. Memphis again September twenty third. And the Pittsburgh Riverhounds on October seventh. Not to mention that they're probably looking at us on the schedule, saying that's not exactly going to be a walk in the park either. So, as a I mean, as a Louisville fan, potential. you're kind
0: of rooting for two draws with those Memphis games, right? That's probably the best outcome for Louisville because you don't really want either of those teams getting three points.
1: Yeah, and I mean, think about it, like that. I, I feel like we have a better chance of getting more points in the final stretch than they do, and so I I feel like we control our destiny here. Like I they got feel a lot like of cushion.
0: That's all I'm saying. That yeah. I think that well, three spot is gettable. That two spot's tough. That They they require a lot of things to break their way to get to that two spot.
1: Right. I, I, and again, I'm mostly looking at this in the context of securing a top four positioning. So yeah. if we can get anything better than that, that's, that's icing on the cake. But it, it, as far as closing the gap on the rowdies, like, it is not impossible, especially if we win both those rowdy matches. It seems like, again, we'll get more points out of that last stretch than they will. So we will see what happens. But um, I mean, both our teams are we're, we're feeling pretty optimistic about them right now, not only because of their form, but because of just how things are shaking out week. on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Good situations all around. So Plus we um, got
0: then we got elimination games going on. It's one nice thing about playing your cup at the same time as is we're not even in the playoffs yet. And racing's got a win or go home game uh wednesday so yeah we get a little yeah, bit that, we that, get a little, little little preview of that playoff vibe
1: yeah a little, little bit of drama the cold weather's coming up and so is that that the knockouts this is just our little our appetizer um was there any uh, other additional news that you wanted to talk about i feel like something I, had come up
0: i feel like there was news right i should have i should have written news down i can't think of anything on top of my head do you have anything
1: oh yeah here it is yeah i knew it came out today is the college cup coming to to lynn family stadium Ooh, you you have i had actually not heard about that yeah so the uh the final rounds of that will be played here at lynn family stadium that's going to be at um in early december tickets go on sale pretty soon for us and season ticket holders did you
0: say rounds, pearl there's gonna be multiple games
1: yeah it's gonna be the final uh it's gonna be the final games um Let me me click on the the proper thing. It's going to be like that Friday and that Monday, like in the beginning of December. Yeah, semifinals, number one, 6 p.m. Friday, December 8th, immediately followed by um, semifinal number two at 8.30 on Friday, December 8th. And then the championship game will be 6 p.m. Monday, December 11th. So
0: they have the final four and the championship, basically, here.
1: Yep, yep. So, I mean, more soccer. Hey, I'm going to sign up for that one.
0: Good. I feel like uh, all of the local college teams have been off to a pretty good start to the season. So it'd be really cool if we could get, get a home game for either UK U of L.
1: Yeah. UK was, uh, was ranked really high, but then they just, uh, they lost the other day. So uh, I don't know. That's going to do the, the ranking UK and U of L. Like as of recording right now, they're playing one another. And I think U of L went up first. So, but yeah, I think both teams are, I mean, both of our local big teams are, are in pretty good spots. So is hopefully something one of them
0: makes it like, I think it's good to know, like, you go on a run in the in the tournament, you've got a, a home game, basically, for the last two rounds.
1: Absolutely, yeah. That'd be super cool. Season ticket holders, take a look at your email. You should have gotten something on that. But, yeah, that's uh, that's that's all I got. And unless you have anything else, Zach, I think we're... Um, still no our...
0: TV at the playground. Keep fire hot under their feet. So
1: I think your best shot is maybe next season. Maybe. I think, I think my best it's shot so. is
0: bringing a projector, but
1: yeah. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, listeners, for for tuning in. Make sure you like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Check out uh, the recordings on YouTube if that's another way you want to consume us. And we will be back next week hopefully talking about another big weekend, hopefully talking about a Challenge Cup win. Eh, this might sound dumb in oh. hindsight because by the time it's coming out, you'll know. Anyway. We'll be back next week. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thomas Morales. Bye, all